What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Journey to Wealth podcast. Uh, my name is Michael Hannon, and I am very happy to be here with you guys today. Um, today, I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about for a while. I actually touched on this in the last episode, um, but I wanted to go a little further. I've been really thinking a lot, obviously, at the moment. Um, we're going through this coronavirus pandemic and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Uh, people are going crazy at the shops, stocking up on things, um, freaking out, panicking. People are um, going crazy, really. There's a lot of businesses that have that have shut down, that are, are really paused and not, not trading at the moment. And there's other businesses that are just run off their feet because they're, they're so busy with all the new demand. And it's it's really quite an uncertain time, especially for small to medium-sized business owners. I think it's quite difficult to predict what's going to be happening over the over the next few months, not only to the economy, but um, within the areas that we live and to the people that we um, associate with and call our family and friends. But despite all that, I do believe that the best course of action still is is to remain calm, really, and not panic and not overthink everything that's going on, but to try and look and focus on the positives and what you can do in this time to come out better on, on the other end. I've been um, hearing a lot of stuff from all the gurus and experts around, and you know, a lot of them are saying, you know, there's either there's two ways you can you can react during this time is you can you can go into quarantine and you can hide yourself away and and you can really just sit down and and watch Netflix and and put on movies and and do things that'll just distract you from what's going on uh, or you can come to terms with it and you can just really get down and work and use your time that you're on quarantine or whatever it is wisely to actually build something for yourself um, and to create something that's going to create value for yourself and for other people now it's it's actually quite similar to um, Forrest Gump in, in the movie, when you know you've got Forrest out there, they want to start a their, their shrimp business, and at the beginning it's it's not overly successful because of all the competition and all the other fishermen out there getting all the shrimp, and, and there wasn't a lot left for them. Um, however, suddenly one day a storm comes along, and and so all the fishermen and the shrimpmen go in to dock at the ports and. They go in to be safe, but, you know, Forrest and Bubba, they stay out and and they endure the storm. And after the storm finishes, their ship or their boat is the only one to survive the storm because every other boat in the dock um, was destroyed. So as they endured the storm, um, after that, their shrimp business went on to be the most successful and most popular there was due to the fact that they, they survived the storm and, and they went through. So I guess that's those are the decisions that you have to make in times like these. Um, you have to kind of, I guess, understand that what's going to happen is, is, is going to happen. And if we cannot really control it, then we shouldn't really worry about it. What we should worry about is the things that we can control and what we're going to do right now to ensure that we're better off tomorrow or next month or next year. So in line with that, 
I was really thinking, you know, what is the what is the number one thing that businesses need to do right now that maybe they're not doing or they're not doing well so that they can do that, so that they can really endure that storm and come out better on the other end. So I was thinking about that and and I and in Australia at the moment we're not in quarantine, but I know that there are a lot of places in the world that are in quarantine. And I don't think it's pro- probably too far-fetched to assume that it's it's probably coming, that we'll probably be um, shut down pretty shortly and, and be confined to our homes and and be in quarantine or in lockdown. And so for a lot of businesses, how will they adapt to those circumstances? How will they adapt to being at home? How will they fulfill on... Or provide fulfillment on on their products or services or commitments that they've previously made. And for me, as I was thinking about this, I really thought there's probably about two types of businesses going into this. There's a type of business that can work from home, where the employees can continue work almost as normal from home, where they can continue to provide the fulfillment that they need on either their products or their services. And to those businesses, there might be a a setback. Um, but it won't be as bad as, as some of the other businesses. Now, the other type of businesses is those that really can't provide that fulfillment from home. Um, you've, you know, people like builders, for example, they can't build a house sitting in their lounge room um, on quarantine. People like plumbers and painters, they can't paint your house in quarantine. They can't fix your plumbing if they're sitting in their own house. You know, they have to go out, they have to be in different places providing the service. So those are the two types. The type that can provide fulfillment during the coronavirus or on lockdown and the type that can't. So how will the type that can provide fulfillment at home be affected by this? Well, obviously the economy is taking a, a turn for the worse. People aren't spending as much. They're being more reserved in the way they spend and and trying to keep whatever savings they have um, for emergency, for whatever the next few months might throw at them. And so despite the fact that they can provide the fulfillment from home or out of the office, they still will face some challenges as some of their clients that they currently have or some of the customers that they currently have will be spending less perhaps They'll stop using them altogether. Perhaps they'll withdraw from their services. Whatever it might be, it is likely that some people will stop paying uh, these businesses. And so they have a problem, you know. They either have to get more clients, more customers, or they have to do all they can to keep the ones that they've already got and restrict them or uh, discourage them from leaving. Now, for the second time, they can't provide fulfillment. What challenges will they face? Well, obviously they won't be able to um, bill out for the work that they're doing because they're not actually able to do a lot of the work. And so the customers they have will will probably have to go on hold. No doubt they'll lose some of those clients that are are waiting for the services to be performed. Um, And it'll be very difficult for them to obtain new clients um, because obviously they're not doing the work from home. So what is it that either of them can do during this time to really get ahead and ensure that their businesses are surviving through this and navigating through the storm? 
And that's really been what I've been thinking about for the past two weeks, I'd say. Um, because in my dad's business, we have a lot of business owners and we have been flat out answering calls, answering questions, trying to help these people get all of the um, benefits that have been made available to them through the government and whatnot. And so we've seen this change um, in the way that these people are behaving. You know, they're becoming more frantic. They're becoming more desperate for help. They um, are becoming a little bit more pushy as well. And so really, I've been trying to think, you know, what can these people do? What, what's something they can do to get, a, to get ahead, to be okay, and to get through this? And my mind kept coming back to getting online, optimizing your, your online presence, and turning your business into one which operates largely online. People are at home, they're bored, um, the only way they're really going to be seeing your business is through social media, which they're spending hours and hours on now every day, um, is through YouTube perhaps, and possibly Google, however, probably may, maybe not as much. If you relied heavily within your business on, on networking for new clients, or on word of mouth for new clients, on any other form, on signage perhaps, those things probably won't be as effective during this time um, because one, when people are confined to their homes, they're really not speaking to other people that much. There's not a lot of communication going on with others in the form of referring um, your business to them. No one's really out looking at your signage or anything like that. And obviously there's, there's no networking events. There's no events happening that allow you to go out and network with people. Um, and so the only real option now is, is to get online and get into that space where absolutely everybody will be during this quarantine or lockdown or, or during this pandemic. And that goes for both types of businesses. So I have been brainstorming a little bit on a, on a course or a program on how you can take your offline business, a business which largely operates offline. You might have a website, but you're not really optimizing that website you're not really getting a whole lot of results from that website or you simply don't have a website at all so how do you get your business from obtaining a lot of your clients and leads from word of mouth or or through offline means and take it online so that you can take advantage and get through this uh, this period of hardship and really it only comes down to, to two things number one being able to obtain leads um, through online means, and number two, being able to convert those leads, again, through online automated processes. So how can you convert people online without actually having to get on the phone and talking to them? Although that might still be an option, obviously, but how can you convert people without getting in front of them and, and having to speak to them one-on-one? -on -one? How can you convert people without talking to them at a networking event or being referred um, people from, from their friends. How can you convert these people online? And so the best way that I can think of is, is to really have that website optimized. Okay, How is your website um, prepared and how is your website formatted to be able to optimize conversions and to increase the, the customer experience when they land on your landing pages and on your, your homepage? Next thing you want to do is you want to be having sales funnels for each of your products or services, okay? 
and I think it's really important to understand that the homepage of your website, um, although a lot of people might think the purpose of that is to, to get the sale right then and there. When people search you up on Google, they're going to send you straight to their homepage, they'll read a little bit about your business, they'll be like, oh cool, I want to buy from this business. But unfortunately, that's not really how it works. Um, the purpose of that page should be to drive people from there into one of your sales funnels or sales processes for one of your products or services. People aren't usually browsing on people's homepages for ideas on what to buy. Usually when they land on your homepage, it's because they are already looking for something. And so if you facilitate that process and allow them to find what they're looking for very quickly and very easily and push them into a high converting sales funnel, um, I believe that your conversions will skyrocket and you'll be able to optimize that whole online website experience for your customers. So for both types of businesses, a type A that can work from home and type B that cannot, both need to have an optimized website during this time. With an increased amount of people online and an increased amount of people on, on social media and things like that, if you can really optimize the way that you're converting people when they come to your landing pages and your websites, then I think you'll be much better off throughout this whole thing. So that's really the conversion side of things. Now what about the obtaining leads side of things? And so I was thinking, you know, what's the best way to obtain leads online these days? Now I spoke about this in the last podcast and in the podcast before that on how to drive traffic uh, to your landing pages and to your website. And so you've got, you know, there's three types of, types of traffic. You've got the traffic that you don't control, the traffic you control, and the traffic that you own. Now we'll just talk about the traffic that you don't control and the traffic that you do control right now. Traffic that you don't control is obviously traffic that stumbles across uh, your website, that stumbles across your page on social media or your video on YouTube, and as a result, are driven to your, your sales funnel and become customers. Okay, and you're not really controlling the way that they find you. Nevertheless, they are finding you and they are ending up into your sales process and eventually buying from you. So that's kind of traffic that you don't control. Now, how can you increase the amount of traffic that you don't control coming to your, to your pages? How can you increase that organic traffic coming through? How can you increase the amount of leads via organic leads? Organic means, sorry. And it really just comes down to optimizing those social media profiles or the search engine um, profiles that you have. And I actually spoke a lot about this yesterday, you know. How much are you interacting with your community on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on uh, LinkedIn, on Pinterest, on Twitter? How much are you interacting with them? How many things are you posting? How much value are you providing? How interactive are you with them and with your dream clients on other pages and, and other other groups? The more interactive you are, the more proactive you are, and the more you're posting and providing value on these different platforms, the more people will be inclined to stumble across your content and end up in your sales process. Now, I would recommend picking three or four, maybe five of those platforms and really just focusing on those, spending between um, anywhere between half an hour to an hour to an hour to two hours a day um, just focusing on getting good value out on each of those platforms um, so that you're keeping a constant communication with those potential buyers and people that could potentially be traffic that you don't control 
that could turn into customers. Now, traffic that you do control, well, this has more to do with um, paid ads and things like that. Now, if you're paying for an ad, you're controlling who that ad is being shown to, you're targeting a specific audience, a specific uh, dream customer, and you're driving them into your website or your sales funnel into your sales process, right? So if you've got ads on each of those platforms as well, and you're targeting those to who, to whomever your dream customer is and wherever they are hanging out or wherever they're gathering, whether that's a page on Tony Robbins, for example, um, or a Russell Brunson fan page, whatever that might be, wherever your dream clients are, you can put ads in front of those people and you can drive traffic back to the website. Okay, So I think those are probably the main areas that I really believe that businesses should not be neglecting right now. I know that it is tempting probably for a lot of businesses to simply go, you know what, maybe I won't go down that route right now. I really need to focus on my cash flow, on my spending, on figuring out a way to provide the services to my clients and just fulfill on what I've already committed to. But I believe unless you're out there in the storm, really putting something out there, really trying to um, get ahead in way of converting more clients and keeping those clients, providing better offers to them and generating more leads, then I don't know if you'll be able to sustain your business activity. Now, when it comes to the second group of businesses that I spoke about earlier, it also might be an excellent idea to look at ways in which you can start providing things from home. If you're locked down in quarantine, for example, and, and you're a um, you're a concreter, for example, obviously you can't go out and concrete people's houses if you're in quarantine, if you're on lockdown, right? But maybe you could um, provide some value to those people who need to get some concreting done during this time. You can provide maybe a free online guide on how to do it, right? Or a free useful tip on whom they should use to do it or, or the ways that they should do it or just try and provide something of value in the online space so that when you can do it again for them, you're the people they're going to. And if it's an option as well, create an online course and they can do it themselves, you know, that way there's still something going. Um, it's really just a time to get creative and I think the online route is really where that creativity should um, be occurring. So yeah, that, that's really it for me tonight. I was just really thinking about that a lot. So just remember that one thing that you could take away from this is during this time of coronavirus, if you're not online or you're not doing online well, if you're not on your social media as well, now is the time to optimize and get ahead of the curb um, because I can guarantee you people will be tr catching on very quickly and, and trying to do this. So if you're not doing it already and starting to do it right now, you may be left behind and you'll be one of those boats at dock that gets destroyed, possibly. Who knows? And I, I really hope that's not the case. Um, but yeah, I just want to wish you guys the best of luck um, through this time. I hope you're all safe. I hope your families are well. And I truly hope that your businesses can navigate through this so that you can continue to provide for yourselves, your family, and provide value to your customers. Uh, a quick note as well. Um, Traffic Secrets book goes deep into all this stuff, how to, how to really get all that traffic from online sources and, and get them into your funnels. 
It is really the lifeblood of your business. If you're not generating traffic, your business simply won't grow. So I would highly recommend getting on to the email I've sent you out, um, clicking the link and getting the book for free. I mean, it's free. I mean, you've got nothing really to lose. All you're paying is shipping. And if you get it right now, you're going to get all of Russell Brunson's extra bonuses. You're going to get free trainings, a lot of really valuable stuff to help optimize your online business and get your business more online, more interactive in that space. And I will also give you um, a few months free on on our e-learning marketing system. So go ahead and get the book. Uh, screenshot your your purchase and send it through to us via email and I will make sure you're getting our uh, free access to the e-learning marketing system for a few months. I think I said it was three or did I say six? Whatever I said in the last podcast is what it'll be. So I'll go back and listen to that and make sure you're getting it right. So definitely make sure you're getting the book. Don't wait any longer. Now is the time, especially now. Now is definitely the time to learn this stuff because you need it. Uh, So yeah, thanks again. I'll see you guys next time.